Hey, 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 welcome to Bonus Barrel. Saging. Good morning, uh, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good morning. That seemed very. I want to see if Shelby would respond to it. And she just. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, friends. Uh, and listeners. <laughs> All right. Everyone sounds super dead. No, I'm good now. I, I got. I just ate a. I ate a bagel. A bagel, right? That's right. It's not. Bagel's wrong. Bagel is correct. Bagel. I'm pretty sure it's bagel. A bagel. I had a <laughs> delicious bagel. Uh, right, so we're, we're recording later than usual, so maybe that's why it's all loopy. Uh, been playing a lot of Splatoon 2 with the Cartridge Club people, and it's been fun, you know? Are you losing much? No, 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 no okay. Uh, P1's daughter is a ringer, though. She's way better than him, and they share the Switch, so whenever he does well, I know it's his daughter. <laughs> oh, okay. That... Mm-hmm. Is been, that it? Yeah, and I've been trash-talking his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Classic. Yeah, it's been pretty good. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun. I've been playing with um, uh, Retro Pixel and Julian. Anyways, people, a whole bunch of people from the club, and it's a lot of fun. And if you guys don't have, if you guys have Splatoon and don't already haven't already played with us as a group, join the uh, the Cartridge Club Discord. It's awesome. It's fun. Good times. P One said, "Sagey, that you're all right at Splatoon." That I'm all right. Yeah, you're only all right. <laughs> so I well, don't, I, I would don't... agree because I don't have <laughs> I don't have the setup that I want, which I just unlocked last night, uh, which is the paintbrush. Oh yeah, I got that last night too. So I got the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. So now let's play again. Let's oh see yeah, if I'm still okay. Oh, uh, after, I, I mean, by this point in time, he'll probably already have played. But yeah, <laughs> take that. Uh, I realized that I had the wrong my wrong notes up. I was looking at at it and it said mood board. I'm like, what the was I talking about? Uh, I hit the wrong. I gotta find my, the right DB notes. There we go. Guess what, guys? You know what time it is? You ready? Guesses? Shelby? Blast from the past! <laughs> I forgot about it, I think, last month. So, July. Blast from the past. Uh, in semi-segment that I created where I just uh, go through a couple of game releases and news in decreasing order. Yeah. Older. The more I read, the older it gets. Unlike this show. One year ago. You know what came out in July one year ago, guys? Pokemon Go. You ever hear of that? Oh, wow. Is that a year ago? Yeah, you can't catch another life, but you can catch more Pokemon. Is that right, Shelby? Oh, hold on. Let me look it up because it came up in my Facebook thing. Oh, my God. Like, last <laughs> week. No, it was... <laughs> uh... Shelby's going to fact check uh, the yeah. quote we got from Orando. Uh, while she's doing that... Oh, here we go. Oh, wait, she got, got it. What is it? Uh, you can't catch more lives, but you can catch more Pokemon, so don't get hit by a car. But that last part was added after he realized it sounded really dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, and that's around the same time that Shelby joined the show, actually. It's a bit, bit earlier you, er, than that. A bit earlier yeah. than that, but around, around this time. Uh, 7th Dragon 3 Code VFD came out, and the reason I mentioned that is I still haven't opened it. But it came in a really big box for the 3DS, and I, you know, I, I like I like big boxes. You can quote me on that. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just not enough to actually play the game? Or? Well, Song of the Deep. Uh, GameStop published that, I think. And that came out. And then I guess apparently Starbound had an actual release. And Stardew Valley rounded out that month. Five years ago. Shelby would have been like three at this point. Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy came out. That game is great. That's a good release. What do you think, Left? Yeah, it was a really fun game. Uh, I really liked it, actually. I was, especially with rhythm games, but eh, I don't know. Because it's Final Fantasy music. It helps. You know, it, you know it all so well, so it was it was pretty fun. And what we're feeling... I liked it. That's a good... Hey, that's a good prequel to next uh, month's theme. There you go. So we'll bring, more of that up, we'll bring more of that up next month. And more of this game, Rhythm Thief the Emperor's Treasure, which I only played this year. Also great game, which I'll also talk about next month. So here's something really exciting that came out five years ago. I don't think you can handle this. This is an iOS title. Any guesses, guys? What I'm gonna what, what I'm gonna mention? All right, Jurassic okay, Park okay. Builder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park Builder for the iOS. That happened. Uh, walk. It seems. What? What? Why did you bring that up? Have you played it? I did actually, but I, I surprised okay. it was funny. The Walking <laughs> Dead episode one. Now. That's a significant release. Look what it's it's on its like third season and it's it's a great series. I love that that series. Yeah, it's really really good series. Think, Have you played the third one? Not yeah, I'm waiting for a physical release. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The uh I The Walking Dead kind of really put Telltale on the map, right? Like I know they had done games before that like Back to the Future and uh, Jurassic Park, which is funny enough. Uh, we just mentioned Jurassic Park. But I think Walking well, Dead I, I I hear the the Wolf Among Us or whatever it's called is their best one. I haven't played um, that yet, but I hear yeah, and neither things. have I, but a mutual friend says it's amazing. I've played... Um, it got a, a sequel announcement this week, right? Yes. For the Wolf Among Us? <clears throat> yeah. I believe so, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance came out. And Prototype 2 was released, if you're into that kind of thing. And Metal Gear turned 25 that month, that, that year, and that month. So it's like 30 now. Oh, man. Metal Gear and I are pretty much the exact same age. They're old. Ten years ago. I'm older than that. Ten years ago. Uh, I had a, This is a note from Wikipedia. After an outpouring of complaints over faulty Xbox 360 hardware, Microsoft announces an extension for the Xbox 360's warranty that applies retroactively to all consumers who have purchased the console since launch. They, so there you go. Following up with their, their stuff. It's good. Ninja Gaiden Sigma was released. Sonic the Hedgehog, sometimes called Sonic 06, appears to have been released in 07. Uh, so that's a great, that's good. And this one, Shelby, I think you've played, and that I, I know I was really excited about when it came out and was really happy to play. Tales of the World, Radiant Mythology. Oh boy. For PSP. This was like, for me, as I, I like crossover games, and I think that they've been, there's been a shit ton in the last three or four years, as I've been saying. But I remember this one, you were excited for this one quite a bit. It was a uh, kind of a, was it like a dungeon crawler game? Right? Shelby? I think so. Uh, and you, it was basically a team. I can't with, remember what it looks like. I think it was a third person perspective. You're running through dungeons and hacking and slashing. I'm pretty sure. It certainly wasn't like the normal series. Anyways, you no. get to play with uh, all these different characters from the various uh, Tales games, which, which I know I, I personally like. And I think Shelby likes them too. And yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Deal or no deal was without a multiple oh, systems. Fuck. So <laughs> if you know, if you really want to get your fix of deal or no deal, that's the one with the old lady in the cover, and she has like this cocked up eyebrow. She's like, hey, do we got a deal? 
and that's what I think whenever I see her. No, what? no, we don't have a deal. Is that the, that's uh, that's not right. Oh. Wasn't it like Howie Mandel was, was the host of? I think so. What am I thinking of then? I remember this old lady I, with glasses, and she's like looking at, the, at me. You're thinking of the weakest link. Oh lady, yeah, I fuck think. her, man. I hate that. Are you talking about she was in console? Like, because Howie uh, Mandel was on TV, but in the console version was TV. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm just talking about the TV no, show. I, think he's right. I don't I'm think get, there was I'm, ever a lady involved. No, no, I'm getting mixed up with in, the weakest link. Except for the models who would, like, hold the cases. I guess I um, was the weakest link. <laughs> there was actually oh, a, a deal or a deal or no deal arcade game at the Seriously? arcade I went to a few oh, months no. ago. Wow. It was pretty bad. That's incredible. <laughs> Did you play it? I did. Nice. Is that still uh, like a big thing now? Like, do people still play Deal or No Deal? Well, left it. I have no idea. I, remember, I don't really watch cable, so yeah. I wouldn't know. I remember if it's for still like on. a year, it was such a big thing, and then I don't know. It's just I haven't heard about it for a while anymore. Millennials don't watch TV, Shelby. We get, no, or you don't. We do. I well, guess you guys we, don't either. You guys yeah, are millennials too. I know. Too. Technically, uh, <laughs> we don't. We don't know, Shelby. We can't answer that question. Twenty years ago, according to Wikipedia. Star Fox 64 came out this month, as well as Carmageddon. I am sure more stuff came out, but that's all Wikipedia had, and I did the barest amount of research. <laughs> and 20... It's small. It's a yeah, big year, you know? It's a pretty small year 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, 24 years ago, Shelby was released um, <laughs> in July, mm-hmm. and then she stayed non-existent until, what? I said eight this episode, so let's be consistent until eight years ago. 25 years ago, Echo the Dolphin was released. Yay! And uh, did I get thirty? Did I get thirty years? Uh, no. Well, yeah, thirty years ago, Metal Gear Solid, uh, for the M- MCX came out. So there you go. Well, there you, you go, guys. You, you you can't use Metal Gear Solid twice. You said twenty five years, well, I, the, the wiki- and then you said thirty. Like, what's with that? I'm rounding, <laughs> you, I'm rounding it out. That was that was uh, cheap. our Dragon that dra- was Double Dragon play. Arcade comes out. Leisure Suit Larry and the Land of the La- Lounge Lizards uh, also came out uh, thirty years ago. Feel better now? Wait. What? Leisure suit Larry and the Lounge Lizard. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I was thinking, so that's it for Blast. Blast from the Past! That's a lot of fun, guys. We literally learned a lot. Um, and we learned the same thing twice about Metal Gear. Jeez, man, get off my ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying my best out here. <laughs> um, I, I thought of a new game to play. That will lead. That could lead into what Shelby and I watched last night. Uh, I was thinking it might be fun because I was walking, <laughs> walking home with an old friend of the show, Marshall, and he's mentioned he saw Dunkirk, and then he told me the premise of it. And I was thinking, if you guys give me a premise to a movie, I can come out with a shitty '90s game for it. And because uh, I came up with one for Dunkirk, <laughs> it's really stupid. But I was thinking no that, spoilers. that might be fun. I won't. I won't. I, I won't. I didn't see it, so I, I can't really get much spoilers. But if you guys can give me a, a, a or or all, all of us can do it. Anybody can do it. But if we can come up with a premise for, or just give us a premise to a movie, event could come out at any time, and then see if we can adapt it to like a side scroller or something. Oh my god! Anybody? Any suggestions? Any movies you want me? To, I'll try to adapt it. Um. So I'm making up a no, movie. No, no, no. A, a real a real movie. Exists. It could be, and it could be any movie okay. from any. It doesn't have to be any genre. We just have to see if we can make a game up for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, do I need to know the premise yes. of the movie, though? Yeah, you have to tell me that. Okay, well, tell that's, me and, that's gonna be harder. Me and the listener, the, the premise of the movie. Me and P1, because he's the only listener. Oh, old joke, right? We used to only have, like, four people. <sighs> oh, my God. 
Oh, there. The okay. Room. Make a game out of the room. That already exists, so I can't. I'd be cheating. No, you okay, are you ready? Yeah. Epic Civil War drama focuses on the life of petulant Southern Belle, Scarlett O'Hara. Starting with her idyllic on a sprawling plantation, the film traces her survival through the tragic history of the South during the Civil War and reconstruction in her tangled love affair with Ashley Wilkes and Rhett Butler. And, and they're trying to get away from the plantation? Oh, it doesn't matter. In yes. my adaptation, they are. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. a side-scrolling game uh, playable on the Sega Genesis because it appealed more to the adult crowd. Um, you play as whatever her name was. I didn't catch it. Scarlett O'Hara? Yeah. Nice. Uh, the Southern Belle. Yeah, and she comes equipped with it, like a giant dress. And as she takes damage, pieces of the dress <laughs> fall off a little bit. Oh, uh, that's boy. That's her health meter. And so this is what year did this take place in? Uh, Civil War, uh, so 1860s. So she has a musket and a bayonet at the end of it. So she can use a melee attack with the Y button and an X button will do a... Sh uh, like a like a shot, but it has to reload, and she collects ammo throughout the stage. So you know, stage one has her in the plantation, and then as she works through the stages, she starts traveling north until she escapes. Uh, and then she meets her friend Ashley. Is that it's a boy. Oh, okay. It's a love her, her love interest Ashley. He, she meets him at, at level four. Uh, trope twist: she saves him, and then you get him as a second playable character, and then you guys can both play the game. Uh, I didn't see the movie, so the last boss is probably like a, a redneck, I would assume. <laughs> I think that's... All right, so that, you done? Yeah. All right, so Are that, that done, is the bro? video game. Uh, that's the video done? game adaption of uh, Gone with the Wind. Sounds <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a really fun game. <laughs> I'd play it. It would be a classic nowadays. It would be, we would look back like, man, that was a, a good license game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we saw a movie last night. We did. Um, Shelby, why don't you mm -hmm. tell us about the movie? Alright, so, uh, this movie is based off of a manga series, which is based off of a one-shot kind of manga. What? <laughs> I said manga, so um, anyway, so it's about, it's called A Silent Voice, or I think the Japanese one is... Do it, uh, do it. Fuck. No, I can't remember the whole thing. It's Koi no something, and I can't, it's always the last word that I... think it's Katachi. Yeah. Or, and I think actually yesterday when the, when the title mm. for the movie came up, it uh, said the shape of your voice or, or something. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Um, anyway, uh, so basically what it's about is this kid, uh, when he was younger in elementary school, um, in his class, uh, a deaf girl joins their class. Uh, anyway, and eventually they just kind of start picking on her. And I'm not sure entirely the reason why behind that. I don't want to spoil it in case anybody wants to read the manga or whatever. But anyway, so they start to bully her and it gets really like intense at some point and like to the point where she has to leave school. Uh, and then when they try to find out like the person who was bullying her, everyone blamed it on that one kid. So they started blaming him instead. And then it kind of fast forwards to when he's a bit older and he's like really mellowed out and he kind of like understands that what he did was really shitty. Um, Avoid those and then spoilers. tries to become friends with, like he tries to find the deaf girl and, and become friends with her and blah, blah, blah. And then anyway, yeah. after that, I don't want to get too much yeah, into it, but it's basically very pretty it was really good. animation. Yeah. I'll tell you this, Shelby. I read the next, I read the 16 chapters of the manga after I watched the movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Just from the beginning? Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's uh, it is, it's super cute. It makes a little more. I uh, maybe I'm I'm just 
I, I don't maybe I don't no, pay enough like, attention, but so far the story makes a lot more sense in the manga than it mm-hmm. did in the movie. Yeah, uh, sometimes they, I didn't know they had going to cut on. it a lot. Yeah, exactly. So I recommend maybe reading the manga then watching the movie, or if you watch the movie, then maybe read the manga after. Either way, it's good. It's a nice story. It's touching. Makes mm-hmm. you feel things. So mm-hmm. P1 would hate it. Well, then again, <laughs> it, it looks good, so he might like it. Oh, yeah, yeah he probably true. he'd probably like it in so much as that it looks good until like, until yeah. one scene is wonky. And he's like, "Shit, stupid movies mm-hmm. for scum fucks," and then he turns it oh off. Oh my god. <laughs> um. There was a quote by, and I'm going to butcher this quote because it's kind of off the top of my head, but the guy who made your name, Mm -hmm. uh, Makoto Shinkai, he said that he liked this movie more than his own movie, and he said it was a lot better than his own movie. So he's a liar. Which in some cases, no, in some cases I agree because the animation in Your Name was better. The story was better. Uh, Not Your Name, sorry. Uh, The animation in... A silent voice was better, but the story in your name was better. It's only because, and I think I was talking to Megan about this. It's only because the, I mean, not only they like, had to adapt. Yeah, your your seven, name was seven or eight volumes of stuff. Right, your name was made for to be a movie, and that's yeah. why I think it's a better movie. Not just because of that, because the movie is good, yeah. uh, but your name has just just as touching a story and more and more real, definitely a more realistically grounded story than than oh, you mean uh, a silent voice does. Yeah, yeah, sorry, a silent yeah, voice that more good. more grounded than uh, your name. Yeah. But your name was really good. It was really good. Hey, Lef. Hey, Rob. I kind of, I want to say what, what's your name, but it really wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Have you seen Have you seen your name, Lef? No, I haven't. Then you're lame. The movie, sounds, <laughs> the movie you guys just described sounds utterly boring. You're um, a bad person. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it's not terrible. <laughs> But, you know, that sounds so not entertaining. It's an awesome movie. Do you not like things? I like things. Do you have to have action or something? No, I don't need action. You prefer I'm okay it? with not action. I do. There's violence in it, but if that helps any. Okay. Yeah, not not really, though. Okay. Like, I'm not, I don't just like so you don't violence. Like, like, I'm not some sort of psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like a fan of like, uh, you know, what are they called? Slice of Life or uh, comedy, or like light comedy. Uh, I wouldn't exactly call a silent voice like a slice of life. I, I mean, didn't, that's, that's, that's what they define it as in the like tags, but. I didn't hear any comedy in what you described. It sounds like a funny sad points. story. There's some funny, funny, there's, there's some funny okay. parts in the, in the movie. Yeah, I, there I, are okay, some okay. Parts. It's not all dark. It gets lighthearted here and there. And it's, I don't know, it deals with some, a lot of heavy stuff, but it, it is still it maintain, remains enjoyable. In front of the show, Jordan said it's a little long. Uh, yeah. But they had to adapt nine volumes that. of manga. So, But there is stuff they could have cut out. So, yeah, the game, movie, game, movie's not perfect, but it is good. Yeah. And very pretty. If you like animation... At the very least, you will enjoy. You would enjoy that, yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not like crazy about it. Like some people here are, but I, I, I can enjoy it. Animation. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're able. There you go. Let that be on the record. Lef is able to enjoy <laughs> animation. You know, I have the capacity for that. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. Is there? Me is neither. There a boss. Me neither. Uh, redneck boss at the end of the movie. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. When? And like. I just read the premise for the book, actually. Oh. Whether the book and the movie are different, honestly, I have no sweet clue. I just thought that that would be a tough one for you to do. Yeah. Um, so when in doubt, make not. a side-scroller in your safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, fuck. I made a mistake. I said it was for Sega Genesis, and I started describing it for the Super Nintendo. Uh, so did you? Yeah, because I said X and Y buttons, which are not on, on oh, the Genesis controller. Oh, you did. Uh, a and B, so retroactively. 
if if you manage to like not turn the show off at that point because you're like that guy fucking know anything, just know that I'm kind of stupid and my brain switched from Genesis to uh, Super Nintendo mid 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 bullshitting. You, you try bullshitting, listener. Send me in your I'm best. Gonna, I'm going to find another movie for maybe next Please week do. and see if I can stump you on this we'll one. Keep, we'll fucking keep this going. It's fun. <laughs> All right. So, what's on your guys' your guys's? What's on your mind, guys? Um, girls. I got uh, the Crash Bandicoot nice. trilogy for it? PS4. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I've never really played it mm-hmm. originally. Uh, way back when, uh, my girlfriend did, so she really wanted to get it, so she she got yeah. it. Um, and we've been playing it because you know I would play it. I played it a few times when I was a kid, but I played for like ten minutes, and I'd be like, "Well, Mario sixty four is a hundred <laughs> times better than this, so I'm just gonna play that instead." And that was pretty much what always happened to me. But what you, I need, what I didn't really realize then is that you can't really compare this to Mario 64. It's much more similar to Donkey Kong. Um, just kind of the way the level, you just kind of, it's like linear running through the levels, not like you, you know, unlock the stages by collecting things. But it's, it's, it's a lot like Donkey Kong, how it feels, especially the challenge. Like it's, it's a difficult game similar to the challenge you would run into a Donkey oh, really? Kong game. So yeah, well, Donkey Kong Country. Um, so I've, I've been enjoying it. It's actually quite a bit of fun. I'm going to play so. it. I want to as well yeah and uh, this is only the i haven't played i know there's three games on there mm-hmm. but i'm just trying to get through the first one right now but i'm told the second and third one are a little more like you pick a world like a sick mario 64 kind of was and things like yeah. that so i think the the games do evolve and i'm excited to kind of see how they they go through because i've never really had a chance to try these games but it's a cool uh kind of retro feel nice. when you're playing it just like you know side scroller and platforming and stuff it's fun i like yeah, it i want to get those um so some games that i've been playing but bef- before that, i just want to mention real quick uh, i don't know if you know but the new amiibos are out i got cloud uh, oh yeah Corrin. i saw i saw yeah i saw a picture of like cloud and bayonetta and, Bay- and corn i got two co- did you get bayonetta uh, not yet I'm gonna, I sh- gino's holding it so i'll pick it up but i yeah, got two yeah, corns okay. by accident um uh, so i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do with that second corn <laughs> Do I open it? I don't know. It's it's rough. Fire Emblem ones, man. I thought I thought someone might have needed it, so I grabbed it and I was. Hey, man, and, I might be interested in that if you want to hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah, well, it's in a rush. Uh, cool. Yeah, so those came out. Say, are you gonna get any amiibos? All right, cool. Uh, Whoa, are you done? Are you just done with amiibos, Seiji? Or you just don't care about those ones? I have so many. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. It's, it's so so much stuff yeah you know i feel like you should finish the smash amiibos yeah, don't worry about too. all these extra ones but you started with the smash amiibos you should finish with the smash amiibos and i think they're part of a wii u collection oh at least the smash ones that's a good so point. yeah yeah, maybe, but it's still space that I don't have. Um, <laughs> I still, uh, I do feel like I should finish the this match at times, but then again, it's like maybe like half of my collection is non-Smash Amiibos, so it makes me think, well, I should get rid of all of the other ones and then just focus <laughs> on. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's something that it's a touchy topic for me. <laughs> Is this this is the last set of Smash Amiibos too, right? Like, there's no more coming out after these guys. I'm not sure because with this uh, last batch, what they did was create the concepts of the player two. Yep. Amiibo, right? So they could potentially release a whole new series of all the other Smash Amiibos with 
alternate colors or whatever. Oh, jeez. Okay, that's, so, that's ridiculous, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a rabbit hole kind of thing. <laughs> Did they release, like, um, Final Fantasy VII Cloud and Advent Children Cloud Amiibos? Yeah, or? and I only got one, unfortunately. Yeah. Three of them are exclusive, oh, so, you know, not likely to find them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I gave up trying to get all of them, too, as much as I'd like to. Uh, I just, just I just can't keep up. I can't do the, the camping out shit and trying super hard to get them, so... I just won't. If I see it, though, I'll pick it up. I um been playing this, so I've been playing a few games lately. Uh, Yakuza, which still continues to be one of the best games ever, and um, I played Splatoon two, of course, as we mentioned, and Ever Oasis. I got. I'm almost finished that. Uh, but the new one for me that I was playing is Wonder Boy uh, and the Dragon's Trap. I, I downloaded it for Switch, but you can get it on pretty much everything, and it's a. I think it's a pixel for pixel. Uh, remake of the original but done in like uh, incredible graphics and i mean by that i mean it's an incredible art style it's 2d so the original game was a platformer and this one is as well but and they have it so that you can hit one of the buttons and it immediately switches to its old 8-bit and then you can hit it again at any point and switch to the current uh i don't i can't describe the other style. it's beautiful i mean i don't know what else to say like look it up it's it's just 2d hand-drawn fucking well it's done in computers but uh, you know, it just, it looks glorious and, and you can just switch at any point in the middle of like little, like little, what passes for cutscenes and stuff. You can switch back and forth. It's like, looks like ass garbage from the eighties. And then it looks like incredible paintings. Ass garbage. Yeah. It's a new one for me. And, uh, <laughs> it, it plays really well, but they didn't change anything. It still plays like the original. So, you know, but surprisingly enough, it plays all right, even today. And it's great. It's a really good game. Uh, you know, I enjoy it a lot. I will probably finish it. Have to finish it. And uh, no physical release, which is the sh- saddest thing in the world. However, Limited Run is going to have one for the PS4, so I will buy it. OCD met. Perfect. Yeah. Shelby, you, know, you don't play yeah. games right now, right? I do play games. What have you been playing? the past little bit. Oh, okay. Well, I meant right now. Completely. Oh, right this very second. Yeah. You got anything um, game-related on your brain? Not really, no. Do you have anything on your brain? Yes. <laughs> I, I heard uh, that Seiji showed you some Gundam kits that your boyfriend might like. Oh my god. Are you going to get any for him? <sighs> no? <laughs> Nothing? No. No sass from Shelby this episode. Alright, I, I have one more question before topic. This this applies to all of you. I have this gigantic queue of like little mini topics for this, this pre-stuff. And I wonder what I want to bring up. You know what? I'm gonna, this is one I'm putting off for a long time. Uh, it was a complaint I wanted to make two months ago, and it's I really suck at Puyo Puyo. And it's annoying because I want to be good at it, but I'm not. And I'm wondering if you guys feel that way about any game or franchises. Like something you would, you know you would like it, you know you'd love it, but you just suck at it and you just can't seem to get any better. Yeah, uh, Overwatch. Um, you know, I'm terrible at, at first-person shooter games. Mm-hmm. I recognize that the game is is a is a good game for people who like those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would like to play it with people because I have friends playing it. But it's I'm terrible at it. And did you try? I'll never get much better. Did you try me- melee characters because there's some characters that you don't. Yeah, that that was the only character I ever played. Like Reinhardt, right? Well, that I was was okay with was Reinhardt. But uh, you know, it's all yeah. P one can play too, so you know, he seems to like the game. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's yeah. too bad. I, I wish you did like it because we play pretty consistently yeah. and we would be able to play play together more. How about you, Shelby? Or do you think you're just because you're a kid, you're good at every game? Uh, no, 
Is there anything that you wish you're good at? Assumption is that <laughs> a pretty mean one, like always. Yeah. Um, I wanted to start playing uh player unknown uh player unknowns battlegrounds. I think it's called. Okay. It's no. it's just basically like a big like a hundred people are dropped in an arena and it's basically you kill each other and oh, there's one person left kind of thing. I think I know what you're talking about. Games, things about video the game. game. Yeah, it's it looks really fun and, and I've watched. Uh, videos of like YouTubers playing it and stuff, and I do want to try it out, but I just don't know, you know, how good I would be at it. And there's similar games, like I think there was. Oh, I want. I kind of want to try that. I think there was one like that, and uh, a lot of people were playing uh, H1Z1 that has a mode like that. I think it was called like King of the Killer something. Yeah. But it's all it's all essentially the same thing where you, everybody's in a. And the thing is too is that um, during the game after a certain time. Uh, like around the, I guess, arena area. It's not actually an arena. It's just like a giant, like, land. It's an island. Essentially. What's it called? Yeah, it's like an island. It's called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Player Unknown's, look it up. Uh, anyway, and then after that certain amount of time, there's like gas or just like a barrier that kind of moves in, and that's just to encourage people not to stay as spread out and to run into each other essentially to kill it's, each other. It kind of funnels everyone into the middle yeah. eventually. Yeah, and you don't respawn. Oh really? You just, you're, you're out. Oh, did a po- yep. oh, this looks really cool. You know what? They were actually t- someone was talking about it in the Cartridge Club Discord the other day. I might have to pick. Oh yeah, they were. I might maybe I'll, maybe I'll pick this up too. It looks fun. Yeah. Hey Shelby, just, and it's it's fun to watch. Like a lot of people, you'll get like a group of like five or six people that will just go in it and and play. It looks fun. Uh, most of my friends I play games with seems to have it, so I might I might have yeah. to pick that that shit up. If you if you ever want to play, uh, you know, let me know. Yeah. And then you can play. Cool. I All right. That was exciting. Computer could even run it though. <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah. Uh, Sage, how about you? Or do you also think you're good at every game? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. What do you? What do you? No. I've, I've always felt like I would like, or not even just me, but mm-hmm. even friends that are like into StarCraft and stuff like that, or oh. Age of Empires and st- games like that. Yeah. They've always invited me to play. And I always, I always try it, but I have a really hard time um, understanding. Not understanding. Maybe the understanding is a good word, but I just don't get them, or they don't get me. I, I see the appeal. I love uh, watching other people play strategy games. Yeah. Like even Total War. Like it seemed like, like a good thing to to play, if I. If I just think about it, but once I'm playing RTS games, I always feel very clumsy. I always feel like I like it's too much stuff going on and I cannot cut, catch up. So yeah. yeah, our strategy games would be my. I feel my the genre of games that I feel I I should like them and be good at them, but I just I'm completely useless. I can relate to that one. I really am not good at strategy games either. I mean. Uh, Strategy RPGs, I'm I'm fine at the, the Final Fantasy Tactics style, uh, quote unquote strategy game. But strategy games like the ones that left made me play, uh, not good at. Didn't like it. Well, just hearing Sagey say that warmed my heart. Just to hear that Sagey mm-hmm. saying, "I wish I was better at RTSs." I th- oh, that's great. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I have I have one more thing before we yeah, go on do to it, the topic. My friend. What is it? So. It's something maybe I'll, I'll update every week. We'll, we'll oh, see. Shit. So um, and I've been still playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon. Mm-hmm. And 
in Darkest Dungeon, you can name your heroes. So I decided to name a Lef, a Rob, a Seiji, and a Shelby hero. Nice. Um, and, and so characters do have permanent deaths, so I'm Sad. seeing how far they can make it. So as the first update, Lef and Rob are dead. What? What? Uh, yeah, we died. Oh, uh, Shelby is currently the best healer I have in my roster. Oh, that, that's typecasting. And- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, Seiji is a powerful occultist. Oh, the, come on. He hates the cult- cults. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, put, you put Shelby in the, in the role that is, you know, stereotypically the quote unquote girl role. And you have. No, 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 no. Seiji's Shelby, I put Shelby. So anyone. So people who don't know, we, we play D&D and Shelby plays a healer. And that's the only reason why uh, I did it. All right, so. I'm still like, you know, regardless of whether or not it's typecast or stereotyped or whatever, I, I'm still allowed to be one. No, I think. no, you're betraying <laughs> your gender. You're not allowed. Not even. You're not, al- no. you're not allowed. Stop making choices for you're me. Deep, I, I, what else can I do? Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, You're depowering your I gender. might. I might I might reintroduce the, uh, a Cobb and a Jeff or something oh. like that um, back into the roster just so we can we can try. But I'll see I'll, let's see how long Seiji and, and Shelby survive. Well, they're never so, gonna die. Nah, hopefully not. You know, it's funny enough. Those are the two favorites of the show, and they're the ones who are alive. <laughs> it's a metaphor for bonus barrel. Yeah, exactly. But left, but Jeff and Cobb, they'll 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 show them what's what. They'll they'll come back, <laughs> and and teach them a valuable lesson. Yeah, for sure. Shelby? Hey, hey, Lef. Um, sorry. No, go ahead. Did you hear uh, uh, Pam from Media Mavens? The, uh, sh- she actually put a video uh, about Darkest Dungeon. Oh, did she? Well, it was like number 85 or top 100 games. And, and also nice. she left a comment in the forum saying uh, that she was really into the stuff that we were talking in, in the last episode. So, yeah, check it out. It's Damn, I forgot. Let's cool. That's awesome. Darkest Dungeon is is so amazing of a game, and I'm I'm just starting to tackle the Darkest Dungeon, so I'm I'm getting near the end. So damn, um, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Is also, it? Also, I have I have three other things. Oh, uh, cool. So when, whenever you you guys finish, well, it, ha- no, how, go well for I'm it. not done. How do you how do you play? If if it's like so dark, how do you do you have light? Yeah, the a oh, big boy. mechanic of the game is actually you carry torches. Okay. And your your characters have bonuses when there's a lot of torchlight, and they have penalties when you run out of torches. And then it's super dark. Yeah. And then you can you walk around the dark? Yeah. Do you bump into things? No. Huh. I'm not. I'm not feeding into this. <laughs> I, I'm really. Cause I'm it's, glad it's, you it's went, there's, there's, no, there's no punchline. I had nothing. I did. I didn't. I was desperately <laughs> trying to think of something, and I was going to make a joke about monitors being turned off, but I. I'm not on fire today. Shelby, I just want to say you can play healer if you want. You, I'm allowing it, so it's okay. I don't need your permission. You're allowed, Shelby. I don't need your permission. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I actually made Meg- Megan still alive, too. Oh, Megan made here, a character? You made a character of Megan? Yeah, she's, she's a hellion. They're like these badass you... bitches with fucking giant axes. Well, what, what so was... I figured that would be a good Megan character. What was our class? Sis. Uh, I w- you were a crusader. Okay, that seems right. And I, I was a jester. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, you know, I I could have seen myself in that role too, in, in an ironic way. Because the goal. <laughs> I just know you like to be like. Oh, I love the, I the like front line and guy. So, yeah, and, that's and, what uh, exactly. So, pretty know. cool. Pretty cool. All right, Sagey, what did you have in your mind? Stuff from the cartridge club. Oh, I love those guys. So, except I don't. The first one. Mm-hmm. I was uh, 
I, I read some really interesting tweets. You know how the Super Nintendo Classic pre-orders were open in what? the in the USA. I did not know that. In the States for like 30 minutes. Of course. They lasted for like 30 minutes yep. uh, yesterday, unannounced, and people are freaking out. So, because a lot of people didn't get one. Of course and I, not. I'm pretty sure like sculptors got all of them. Anyway, I saw a really interesting tweet from uh, Mighty Q Dog, and I cannot read it because I'm using my phones to record, but mm -hmm. I, if I remember correctly, wait, wait, wait. I have my computer. Oh shit, here we go. I'll search Mighty Q Dog, because it's, 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 a, it's a really, insightful this is either he's also, a smart guy he's a wise fella and, and also angry tweet <laughs> um, <laughs> he's wise and angry he has his opinions it says because he he's american right he, he lives in the states anyway. and he says apparently i missed the 30 second window when it was possible to get a <laughs> super nintendo classic pre-orders effectively randomized the launch day yay so it is true. It is true. I mean, those were unannounced, and if there was a launch day, it's irrelevant, right? Because now the launch day was, in a way, randomized, and only people that are that are actively monitoring that kind of activity on the internet, which which is probably people that are motivated by making some profit, are the ones who who got it. Uh, but it's a really interesting thing, you know, that, that randomization of the launch day uh, being enabled by pre-orders. And I guess in this specific case, pre-orders are sort of a negative thing. And, but and, and this is Mr. Anti-Pre-Order as well, correct? <laughs> it, that is correct. But myself okay. being, being pro-pre-orders, I feel like if pre-orders are, are going to be the main way to get this item, then they need to be at the very least announced. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I, I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, especially after having defended pre-orders and then getting completely screwed over by it with the SNES Classic. So it doesn't really put us in a good position to argue pre-orders are, are good I right would disagree. Now. So it's, oh, you think well, so? It's not the pre-orders that the problem. It's the fact that they don't produce yeah. enough, enough of them. The demand's yeah, not being they, met. We knew that they weren't going but to that's still produce, the problem. you know, hundreds of thousands of these. these they things, know that people right? want so. them. Uh, this is a really good indication. If they if they used this in in an ideal world, they would use this information as a sign that hey, we need to make some more. We'll do a second batch. Here comes some more pre-orders. Yeah, because th clearly people they're want selling, them. right? So, so yeah, now they have an idea of what the demand is. Yet, you know, because of the pre-ordering, but uh, you know, no supply of it. So. Yeah. Fully on us. I, I wouldn't say it's all pre-orders' fault. You're, no, no, you're no, right. But, you're right. But the, the, there you're are right. two. There are two layers to this, right? One is Nintendo, and you can blame Nintendo all you want, and I wouldn't disagree. They should make more because there's enough demand. But Nintendo, they'll do what they do, right? And they'll produce the number that they will produce, and that's it. Now, that's the first layer. Then the second layer is the retailers, because I don't know why they did this this way, right? So blame on the retail in retailers too, because they if they know there's going to be not enough of them and then they just randomize the the pre-order launch day Strange. i don't know how to yeah so you, you and if they know that's all they're going to get they need to give people a chance you know what i mean yes. so there's there's two layers to this yeah and and and, I, and I, i'm not disagreeing with you rob for for once well um 
for <laughs> are we are we antagonists? They should maybe? make they should make more. Like yes, but also retailers <laughs> should handle this in a in a in a better way. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems kind of weird, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like with these limited run things, and like you said, you know. I and then the third level of that is is we blame the people who are probably scalpers because I'm sure a, a large portion of these pre-orders went to people who are scalpers, right? So you know, there's always them to blame. What we're talking about, Sage and I are antagonists. <laughs> no, we're talking about. Interesting tweets. The yes. other was uh, P1 liked a tweet from some other guy that I don't remember, and it was about. It was a statement from the other guy. It's not my words, mm-hmm. all right? Because I, I'll, I'll do a clarific a pre clarification. I'm not a day one console buyer, right? Uh, not, not because of choice, but because I've never really had the opportunity to get consoles on day one. Right. So really, the Switch is my first day one console. And probably a year one console that I, that I can remember. Not even the Wii U, um, huh? Not even the Wii U. The Wii I got in twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah. And then the last console I got before that was the Nintendo DS, and it was the DS Lite. And then before that was the GameCube, and I don't even remember that. Might no, no, no. You know what? The GameCube I got it really, really early on, and that I remember I only wanted like two games for the first. I don't remember. Maybe first year, or so. It was Luigi's Mansion and, and Millie, and I don't. I, I don't even remember if there were like, uh, like more or in, more interesting games. But anyway, that's unrelated. What that guy said is that the the Switch might be on to be the console that had the best year one console. No, the, the first the first year one of its of its life because of the content, I guess. Um, P1 said he was a bold statement, but it might might have been might be true. No, Rob, you are a pretty big day one buyer. Yeah, and I can only speak for Nintendo, and and I I'm loving this this year. Right now, the the Switch has been on for like five months or something like that, right? Yeah, and it's fantastic. My library is is absolutely lovely. Like I I I don't know. I'm really in love with the with the Switch, but how do you feel about that statement about the Switch having like the best year one ever? Mm. I don't without having like a list of what came out in each year's like each first year. It's hard to say because I remember I only remember launch for PS4, but I'm I'm curious to what came out within that following year. Um, but the I think the, the I don't know the Switch launch has been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good. I, I can't say I, I immediately I can't immediately say oh that's bullshit. Yeah, there might not be, but what came out on what came out on like 3ds and, and the DS and stuff? I'm curious. Well, 3ds did not have a great first year. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it might. It very well might. I mean, <sighs> well, like whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's back this beep, up. Beep. <laughs> um, so he's saying Switch came out in April, right? Or March? Uh, March, we, yeah. March. Either way, it's been less than six yeah. months. So this whole, it's had a great first year. Way too early to say that. It hasn't even been half oh, a year shit. yet. So pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit, people. It's not even close to a year before anyone can be saying it had a great first year. So let's let's just weigh Whoa. judgment yeah. a little bit. 
until we have a real one year of the Switch. Left man, you're you're cracking down. Well, no, why are you so I, angry? Why are you being hysterical? I'm not. I just I hate these people that are just like, oh, it's it's great one year. Give why don't we give it the year and then we can actually talk about this. It just it seems so redundant or silly to be talking about this because it hasn't even been six months yet. But but Lev, I mean, if if we were saying the opposite, saying the Switch has had the worst year one and you say that i would completely understand it's like give, give the nintendo switch a chance but the reason people are saying that it's having a great year one is because we're less than half a year into the lifetime and we already got like a super good library wouldn't you agree i i wouldn't agree to that i think we have a few decent yeah i'm with left but we're not anywhere near an amazing year one you know in my opinion so far for arms and breath of the wild splatoon 2 awesome i'm glad it exists but that's nothing new it's it's splatoon 1 that's slightly better that's cool um mario kart is mario kart 8 just slightly better you know we've only really gotten two really new titles to be excited about so i don't think there's anything to say that oh switch has had an amazing year yet there's nothing to prove that the switch is going to be this stellar stellar you know gaming console so I, I we need to wait i'm excited to see more for it i'm not saying it's not going to be i'm just saying it's far too early to be saying that with in my opinion two games that are very noteworthy i mean i'm looking through the list of year of the first of 2014 for uh playstation 4 and i think it, ps4 came out in the end of 2013 and it has a lot of good games in that first year like dragon age uh evil within uh, there's a stupid Assassin's Creed game, if you like that kind of thing. Grand Theft Auto Five, um, Then a bunch of... Uh, like, it has a huge list. It has way more games than the Switch currently does. Um, I don't know. It's t- I probably, I'm probably more in, in left mind here. I don't... I don't know. Like, I like the Switch, so I can't say I don't like like it. Oh, and I'm not. I'm not trying to fault the Switch. I want to give it time for these games to come out. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's far too early, in my opinion. There's two great games, and then some some good games and some remakes and shit. So you know, I I think we need to just give it more time before we can be saying this kind of stuff. It has uh, some good ports. <laughs> has some good ports. Well, what I can say for the Switch compared to the Wii U compared to other Nintendo consoles mm-hmm. is that in in a really small window and i don't agree with with left about uh, the just two great games but with the wii u what we were seeing is basically two two games plus let's say i don't know less than 10 but two two really good games per year and i think we we'll, we already got that with the switch and this uh and mario odyssey is still in the horizon mm-hmm. and potentially xenoblade chronicles 2 so if you account for all of that in a year one and especially because Nintendo doesn't really have the support of third parties. Um, in terms of Nintendo consoles, I I do think it's it's an outstanding, like extraordinarily good year for Nintendo. Sure. Now compare, I, I couldn't compare with with other uh, companies because I don't know, but compared to the other consoles, and if if we just reduce to that, I I I would say the Switch is having probably the best year Nintendo has ever had in in I don't know how many. Decades. <laughs> I was listening to uh, CC Weekly, of course. Good show. Good show, as always. And a little bit um, heartbroken. Oh. Um, I wasn't expecting what happened. 
um, when when he was bringing up the the thing about Undertale, and he was saying that he was going to give it. Oh chance, yeah, but that, was, that was our last mm -hmm. chance because apparently we recommended a really good game, which was uh, Thomas Was Alone. Yeah, which I don't remember we recommending that game to P1. I don't Especially. know. Especially. No, I think it was just an uh, episode. I think we. I, I don't think it was in the episode, but I do think we did in the Twitter group. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, now, I, I do remember P1 saying that he, he wouldn't ever play that game because of the way it looked on a CC Weekly, but then he went and played and loved it. So that was like recommendation one and built some credibility. But <laughs> then he said that, that we recommended Cave Story and that he doesn't like Cave Story. <laughs> and so we were uh, one and one and that Undertale was like our last chance, <laughs> oh our boy. last redeeming. He'll never play a game we recommend again after this if he doesn't like Undertale. Exactly. And he won't. Be. Yeah, he said... He's determined <laughs> he said not to. He said something in the lines of like, if he if he doesn't like uh, Undertale, he's just not gonna... We, we have no credibility, basically. To him, yeah. He's, he'll say he'll still listen because we're great people, but he won't take anything we say for games, seriously. Oh, man. And, and that's a little bit heartbroken, but, you know, he, hearing him say that like, he just doesn't like Cave Story. You upset Seiji, P1. Our robot learned how to feel, and you broke his <laughs> circuits. You broke his heart. You're a mean, you're but, a nasty man. But I, I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this, Yeah. you know, Cave Story is a game that I know is not for everyone. I know it's not a perfect game. I play it and I and I enjoy it because I know it so well, but it does has its things and it's a game that is a little bit inconsistent because it changes how you play as you progress and it, it gets better and it gets better with replays too. So I understand if anyone will tell me, hey, I don't like Cave Story, I'll understand it. A good friend of mine, and, and this is my final thought, sorry if I'm talking too much. A very good friend of mine, Dukes, I mentioned him a lot, which was one of the initial persons that re actually recommended Cave Story back in like, I don't know, like 10 years ago. And he was saying like, hey, have you heard of this game? I heard, I, I heard it's pretty good, I'm playing it in whatever. I played it, and I fell in love with it, whatever. And then he didn't like it. He, he played for a bit and he, I remember him saying, that he didn't like it because I asked him if, if he got a specific ending to the game. He didn't like the game, never never finished the game. And just recently with the release of the Switch, he actually played it again because I insisted so, so much. And he actually likes it now. So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that I know that Keep Story is not for everyone, um, but it is it is something very special. And, and, and I like it, not because it's a perfect game, the same way some other games that I think are perfect and recommended for everyone. Um, so yeah, P1, I, I understand your thoughts, even though they hurt me. That's it. <laughs> Up next! <laughs> if, you, if you don't like Cave Story, wait 10 years, and then you'll like it. Exactly, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> well, if he's still alive by then. Up next! Shelby. 
your topic today? Uh, we're gonna have to get through it right quick. Hey, um, you, don't worry about it. It'll be fun. We have at least 20 minutes. And also, it's your topic for your month. We have to end on it. Plus, we already yeah. kind of started it like 10 minutes ago. I suppose. Yeah. So why don't you explain uh, anyway, so retroactively? We're, we're going to talk about the big, the big four-way split, mm -hmm. I'm calling it, uh, which is um, between uh, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo and PC Master Race, I guess I'll call that. Um, and it's just we're gonna like discuss why a little bit of favoritism there. But, uh, well, hey, that's why, why you're here, Left. You're just, representing. This. Well, I'm just saying. You said PC Master Race. That's kind of showing, you know. She, she could have. Yeah, you should have said X Boners as well. Anyways, no, I don't think so. Either. I think you should have just said PC. But uh, I guess I'm representing the, the PC Master Race, so I should be okay with that. Well, I, I don't have a preference though. I just thought it was funny to say it. It yeah, was funny. Don't listen to the Left. He's a bully today. Um, <laughs> Don't listen to me. Just you. Just char charge ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's just uh, we're not gonna like. I don't. I don't want it to be like a thing of everybody's arguing about what is better. Because mm -hmm. if you want that, you can just go on like a YouTube video <laughs> for a game and look in the comments, and you'll find exactly that. I just want to talk about like how, why it happened, and why people are just so fucking crazy when it comes to defending like the the console preference that they have. Uh, I, my theory is because they don't have the money to buy all of them, so they pick a side oh. and they justify it by doubling down. I'm gonna, while you're while you guys are talking about this, I'm going to bring up an article, just a random article on IGN, and I'm going to check the comments and see if I can find okay. it already. So keep you guys talk about it. Um, Seiji, I know you had mentioned before that, uh, it, and I don't know if it was on an episode, but I think it was just kind of afterwards when we when we talk about like just housekeeping things, but. Um, that you had said that it was Sega or something about Sega starting all of it with the whole like my console is better than yours and this is why type thing like that kind of marketing. <laughs> well, I have that idea. I, 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 reading about history, mm -hmm. you don't get okay. Let me start over, sort of because I wasn't there in the eighties, right? I really started gaming in the third by the end of the third generation, uh, and and very consciously on the fourth. But I, I did have a, a, an NES, and before that, because I was a kid, so that that's why like older people could tell us for real. But my impression of this, and also um, by reading video game history, is that when I was a kid, there was no like divisions, like there was no borders. Like I like Nintendo, and I'm gonna only going to play Nintendo. Nintendo is the best. It's just like there were games, mm -hmm. and and if I could ha get my my hands on on, on a, something that can play games, I will do it, and I wouldn't even think about brands and and themes and things like that. Mm -hmm. If I had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred laying around there, I will play it. I'll play an NES. I'll play arcade. I'll I'll play on a PC. I remember playing Space Invaders and Monopoly on on a old PC on Nintendo. You, you get the point. Mm -hmm. But I remember very clearly when that division started in the fourth generation, when when Sega was uh, beginning to uh, trying to get you know uh, market share, mm -hmm. and they started messing up with Nintendo, and they started you know saying that whole thing about Genesis does what Nintendo don't, and um, <laughs> some Rob trying, great pun right there. Trying oh, th to, that was their literal yeah, slogan, real. though. And all of a sudden, you started getting like camps, right? You have your, your Sega fanboys or Nintendo fanboys, and and if you pick a console, that means that the other one is is garbage, right? And the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, 
I remember that very clearly. And that's why I blame Sega, because when that thing happened during the fourth generation, when the PlayStation comes, they just they just rode the wave. You know, they it was an effective campaign, but mm-hmm. Sega wasn't such a good competitor, but Sony was, and Sony uh, nailed it, and they mm-hmm. and they created a culture. Now I don't know, I don't know exactly where the PC Master Race thing was born. To me, that that's more of a YouTube era kind of thing. It might have been born before. It might have been born, might have been born with mm-hmm. video games back in you know sixties or whatever. But yeah, that was my point. Does left? Do you have any insight on on the PC thing? A, a, a little bit. Um, so there, I think I think the biggest thing with this whole PC master race is, and and this is especially coming from me, who I you know I when I built my computer, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, and and it was a very full experience, you know, ordering the parts, spending a day and a half, you know, putting everything together, and then you know installing the operating system, and and just going through the whole process with the computer is this really really in my opinion, fulfilling and rich experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um, so I feel like it's, you know, my PC means a lot to me because uh, of what I, I did to kind of, I, I made it, mm-hmm. you know, versus I go to a store, I buy a PlayStation, I hook it up and I play, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's far simpler. There's a little bit of a disconnect versus, you know, the almost emotional connection I have with the experience of having built the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think because of that, people have, you know, you know, the master race, because, you know, I built this, you didn't build your PlayStation, I bought all the parts, I did this whole thing. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where the whole master race mentality idea comes from with PC, where, where people, they, they invested so much more time and, and money mm-hmm. uh, in just their their it's part of their passion and you know one thing as well is is you you maintain your computer you know i can open it up i can replace parts there's so much more i can do with my pc that i custom built mm-hmm. you know versus my my playstation that's just you know i have to wait for the next iteration from sony so i think i think there's a more of an emotional connection that uh master race people get with their their computers than you know a uh, a uh, a console peasant. You word. just described. <laughs> you described the car, bro. Hey, dog, I just got my quick car. I'm gonna tune up my car in the garage, man. That's it, you. You're you know, a car, bro. In a way, you're not. I know. Wrong, never wrong. But it's a, it's a, it's a computer, but not a car. So it's different. You know, one, one is a more of the nerdy kind of. Yeah, PC master race are more annoying guy, than tough the guy car, path. tough guy. You, I'm not. You know what? I find these PC master race guys totally. Sundary J is a, is I a completely PC agree scumbag. with you, but he's not like in your face about he's it, a bad right? Person. So. Whoa. <laughs> so I don't know that that's that's kind of my thoughts on on how the whole PC master race kind of how they think they're above everybody sure else because the they have a connection and, and ultimately they're stronger machines. So yeah. I, I read up an article on IGN and this article was PS4 was the top selling console for June 2017 and just rates the games that came out that that the top 10 game according to MPD. Um, man, Horizon's still on there. Good for them. Uh, so best selling games in July. And then I started looking at the comments here. Um, mm-hmm. So this guy says, ah, oh, the Xbox guys kind of descended on me after that PS4 is better. Um, so he goes on to say, this is for PC people. Let me list the PS4 and Xbox console exclusive I purchased in 2017. Keep in mind, I'm a PC guy, so I mostly just chill my PC. I have no reason to pick one over the other. No agenda. If I wanted to, I could just trash both the PS4 and Xbox One for being bad. 
and he, if he wanted to. And he, yeah, and then he lists the games for PS4 that he likes: Gravity Rush, Two, Neo, Zero, Horizon, Persona Five, Weapon Omega, Cra- a lot of your games, Crash Trilogy, FF12 remake, and then Xbox One. He has Voodoo Vince remastered. Um, <laughs> let's see. Here's another one. This guy says this one is up, this guy was upset. Wait, he only had the one Xbox. Yeah, he, on yeah, he list? only bought one Xbox. Okay. This guy says this guy. So again, keep in mind this article is just about. Uh, what was sold. He's like, I love how these, these websites continue to claim that they are not part of the console war and that they are so impartial and unbiased when articles like this are their bread and butter. I'm unsubscribing, as there are better places to fund the news I want, and I don't really need even these guys for walkthroughs anymore, as they hardly even make any anymore. No wonder these sites are folding left and right. IGN is part of a huge company, so they get away with their smug BS for now. Hopefully more people will start getting a clue about these sites. They are not about gamers anymore. Most of them don't even play! Exclamation point. And then this guy's like, how is reporting on the truth and stating factual sales numbers for the companies being biased? It's called news. They didn't state their opinion on or say PS4 is the best. And you can't say they only post when numbers are fabled to Sony or anything because they do this every month. <laughs> and then, I <laughs> see, there's a Nintendo mention here. And Nintendo fanboys are hilarious, dot, 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 dot. Well, if Nintendo, well, that's because, see if the Switch, ha, ha, ha. Nintendo fanboys <laughs> living in a what-if world, oh, hi, pure and simple. PS4 Sorry. is dominating. Just accept it and get back to your Nintendo games. <laughs> And then this person replies, actually, stupid mobile games are winning. And then there's like, they're short as a Nintendo Switch. I would like it if you would stop making fun of us and labeling us fanboys and maybe us gamers can get along someday. There you go. Oh, boy. Uh, Why can't and there's we a p- friends? <laughs> and then this guy posted a gif of someone dancing. Sony be like. Okay. Um, and this one says, that's Sony because people be like. are rebuying PS4s as a launch words all turn into jet engines. Just to add, PS4, Nintendo is still enjoying the fact that Switches are selling well and attach rates for Nintendo games seem to be very high. Fuck this fanboy shit. Gaming is doing Whoa. great for all. He's right about that. Uh, man. There's so, and it is keep on going. Man, point, is... though, about mobile games. Like, yeah, are no. we going to include that in it? Because no, I remember at work there was one person who I think exclusively only played mobile games. That's true. Didn't like consoles and stuff. The sad world. So are we going to start seeing, like, is there going to be a fifth contender, I guess? Like, will it be a five-way split? They don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, yeah, they, they count as a, as a thing. Uh, I don't think they're f- they're so different. I don't know, man. I just can't play games the same way I do on. They're just not the same platform. They don't they don't mesh as well. I don't think I would want. I don't think it could even happen to be able to play a game like you know what we play in consoles to make it to mobile and. <laughs> No, like, there's a lot of mobile games that are becoming extremely popular. You know, I know you know they're popular, but, you know, like, well, Supercell games especially, um, both Clash Royale and Brawl Stars have an esports presence. Um, And I'm not saying esports gives you complete legitimacy, but it certainly brings you closer to it. Um, So the fact that people are Those aren't console-type games, though. Those Those are just, like, a regular... Well, I mean, they're kind of simple card games when you think about it. Attack and defense. It's not okay. a Last of Us. You're not getting a heavy, like a, a cinematic story, no, no, heavy gameplay. No, no, and that's what I'm talking. No, about. of course not. But they're they're different styles. That's of what games, I'm saying. But, like you don't get that in a lot of other types of games for for both console and PC, though. You know, Pu Puyo doesn't have like this crazy rich story like The Last of Us either. But it's still a great game. Yeah, it is. And there, I wasn't even saying exactly. that they're and Puyo Puyo could be a mobile. I'm game. sure it is. But uh, exactly. So then, why is it that you're because, all of a sudden drawing this because line? Because the line I'm talking about is, is the AAA type of console games, like Horizon, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Even though I don't like that game, Breath of the Wild. None of these games are going to work on mobile the right way because they don't have the controls for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, that, that that's not the point, though. But, like, if, so if you want to look at it this way, there's a lot of PC games that are amazing that will never work on console. Yeah, that so, sucks, too. So, that, so that's just the way, that's the nature of the beast because, you know, console, PC, and mobile have very different interfaces. So they allow you to play games in, in different manners. So just because you're playing the game in a, with a different interface doesn't make it less of a game. So I think I think we can safely add mobile into the mix somewhere. So we got Nintendo, PC, Sony, Xbox, and mobile. I think I think it fits. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I guess we'll awkwardly end on this. So thanks for listening. Uh, CartridgeClub.org, a place where you can find uh, you know great people who also probably don't agree on everything. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. This is Rob and Shelby. Left. See you.